0: Welcome to Getaway Car, the podcast hosted by two sisters discussing all the amazing places we've been lucky enough to travel. I'm Beanie. And I'm Katie. Join us each week as we break down each stop on the road trips we've taken. We'll tell you about all our favorite places, funny stories, mistakes we made, and everything that happens on one of our road trips. We'll make recommendations and ask
1: for yours. Join us in the Getaway Car.
0: Welcome back to The Getaway Car. This episode is going to be a little bit different since we wrapped up our first road trip. Yeah. This one we thought we would highlight our mistakes were made segments that we've done previously and do like a dedicated mistakes were made episode yes so go into a little more detail on the mistakes we made and how to avoid them yeah because some of our mistakes were pretty enormous yeah and terrible so
1: nothing really terrible happened but terrible things probably could have happened yeah so to
0: start off we'll start with a story that actually started before the road trip started yeah i bought a car (laughs) About three weeks before we were set to go on a road trip thinking, hey, that'll be plenty of time. Like, it doesn't take that long to buy a car and get it registered and whatnot. If
1: everything goes smoothly, it should be more than enough time. Yeah.
0: So I bought a car from this dealership that I later came to hate. Which we won't name names. Yeah. So, they were supposed to take care of the registration and getting the plates and sending me the plates. And so, I I bought the car and I drove away with a set of temporary plates that were good for, like, a week, maybe two. At at the most, I forget. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, I need to have this cleared up before this date. Like, I'm leaving on a cross-country road trip. Yeah. Like, I have tickets booked. I have hotels booked. I have things planned out. I'm not moving it. It just needs to be done. they were like, oh, yeah, plenty of time. Not a problem. Not a problem. Famous last words. Yeah. So... They lost my plates. They got my car registered and got plates, and then they lost them. They ended up sending them to a different dealership in, like, New Hampshire, I mm-hmm. think. And then they couldn't track them down. So then probably a couple days before my temporary plates expired, I drove back to the dealership, and I was like, hey, what what the heck? Like, I, I yeah. need this to be I'm, resolved. I'm still leaving. <laughs> um, so the guy took a magic marker and wrote on my temporary plate and changed the expiration date with a magic marker. And I was like, well, I could have done that. (laughs) Thank you. Like, I didn't drive here 40 minutes away from my home for you to draw on my temporary plate with magic marker. It's also one of those things that you're like, did we just commit a crime? Yeah. Can you do that? So I was like, oh, dear Lord. Okay, what are we getting ourselves into? And he was like, no, we'll definitely have it. And then he called back then like the next day and he was like, yeah, the plates aren't scheduled to arrive until whatever the date was, but it was a date after we had left.
1: Yeah. And also and this I was is like, like a reputable dealer. It's not like you went to like a sketchy, like used car, you know, sleazy yeah. car salesman. Like it was a, an actual car dealership. Right. It's like one of
0: the big chains, like big name. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, okay, well I need my plates and I'm not going to be on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, where do you want me to send them? That is an excellent question. That is an excellent <laughs> question. So at that point we were like, where are we going to be? Yeah. Because then you have to figure out exactly what day they're going to arrive and work backwards from there. Right. So we had to figure out what day he was going to get them and then what day they would then arrive to us wherever we happened to be at that point. So we pulled up, like, the route that we were planning on taking. And we were, like, approximately there. And (laughs) we just, like, pointed to a map, like, a point on the map. And we were, like, that's about where we'll be. So went into Google, pulled up the closest town, which happened to be Bakersfield. Mm Mm-hmm. California again we're from the east coast and know nothing about geography of California or what yeah. towns are good or bad so we just googled like hotels found like a cute one online that was like a little Howard Johnson pictures looked great and it was super cheap so we we're like hey score this is where we will be so we mm-hmm. booked the hotel and we were like that's where we'll be we will make sure that we will get there by this date this is where you're sending the plates. Yes. And so the guy we'll was like... We'll do
1: our part. You do your part. So the guy was
0: like, okay, yeah, I can handle that. And I was like, all right, I don't really believe you, but all right. <laughs> this guy who just edited your
1: plates with a magic marker seems trustworthy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's what I was arguing with the dealership guy about when we were in line for the cable cars in San Francisco. Yes. Is because... Which is why I was like, oh,
1: yeah, the guy was so nice. You're like, I don't remember. I was so stressed that
0: day. (laughs) Yeah. So he had called and was like, yeah, there's going to be a delay getting the plates to you. Like, I don't know what day they're arriving. They might be delayed by a couple days. And I was like, I am not hanging out in Bakersfield, California for an extra three or four days Mm -hmm. waiting for my plates to show up. You better overnight them to me and they better be there. Yes. So... That leads us into our next Mistakes Were Made yes. story. Well, so we we got to our super cheap hotel
1: and we were stoked, right? Because we were like, we found this cute, like, I mean, we we were like, this is the, uh, like a, a cheap place and we'll just kind of stay here, grab the plates and move on with our, our trip. We get there and... It, I remember there were, like, a lot of lights out in the parking
0: lot. It looks nothing like the pictures. No. It, nothing like Like, I the think pictures. they pulled
1: stock photos of a different hotel from somewhere else and posted them as their hotel. Because we pulled up and we were like, is this even the right place? But we had the right address. They had our, like, reservation. So it was clearly the right spot.
0: Yeah. The stock photo is, like, beautiful and sunny and has palm trees out front. And, yeah. like... You know, beautiful like pots of flowers everywhere in the Mm -hmm. parking lot. And this was not what we walked into. Yeah.
1: There was like a dark parking lot. There were people hanging out in the parking lot that we were like, we think maybe like it's the kind of parking lot that you're like, I think a drug deal is going down over in that corner kind of parking lot. You're not really sure who any of these people are, what's going on. The guy who was, like, checking people in was in this cubicle with, you know, bulletproof glass in front of him and a little window to push ID through. And it was immediately so sketchy. And we were like,
0: we might die. Even the guy behind the counter, like, in his little cubicle was, like, clearly, like, hating life. Did not want to check people in. Did not want anything to do with us. Right. And it was like he just didn't want to be seen with us. He was like convinced we were terrible people. And like literally he like pushed the form through the little window. We started filling it out. I think I got two letters into my name. Yeah. And he yanked it back out from under my pen and was like, that's fine. That's enough.
1: Yeah. Which and I was is like non confidence inspiring. Really? I was like, like, how much, how little information do
0: you ask for from people? Like literally he got like KA. But that's as far as I got. Yeah. And like that's our room registration. It's listed under KA. Yeah. With, like, no address, no phone number, literally yep. nothing. And he was like, nope, that's fine. That's fine. That's yeah. all. Yeah,
1: I think we actually had a conversation at one point. They we were like, is this the kind of place they rent by the hour? Like, what, what did we get ourselves
0: into? Either that or they want, like, total deniability when bad shit goes down and the cops show up. They'd be like, oh, yeah. I don't know anything about them. They only put two letters on the form. Well, and then
1: to add to our sketchiness, you were like, also, we have a package coming in tomorrow <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then he looked at me and he was like, I don't know anything about that. And I was like, I know you don't know anything about that. I just told you about it. Yeah.
1: He immediately was like, if I, if I'm asked about this in a court setting, I will deny it. <laughs> like, that was the vibe I got from him. And I was like, no, no, dude, like it's a completely legitimate package. And he was like,
0: no, no, I don't, I, I don't know. And I was just like, can you just call our room when the package just arrives? Tell us like, when it gets He was here. like, I, I, I can't handle any packages. I was like, I don't need you to handle any packages. Just tell me the UBS just by standing here and I'll come grab it. yeah tell me when gets here and I will come out and I will get the package and you will never have to touch it. Yeah.
1: It's very weird.
0: Yeah. So we'll get to the second half of that later. Um, But so first we have to survive the night in this hotel. So we're going back to our hotel room and we look over and there's a couple prostitutes in the parking lot with their John. By the way, it was like motel style, not hotel
1: style. So the doors opened up to the outside, not to like a hallway.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we're like, okay, well that it's that kind of motel. Okay. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> All right, we'll just go we'll in our room, fine. lock the doors. Yeah, we'll It'll just go okay. in our room and we'll lock the doors. We we go in our room and we go to lock the door, and the door has clearly been kicked in yep. before. The latch lock does not work. The door lock does not work. The door jam is
1: like splintered, like clearly the, like kicked in, not just like opened.
0: Yep. So we're like, oh, this that's is lovely, great, <laughs> like wouldn't it be nice if we could leave and go somewhere else but we can't because my planes are coming here yeah i
1: think it's the only time we were like seriously we're like if we weren't waiting for a package i think we would have left we would have been like we're not we're gonna go find
0: a campground or something because we're not staying here yeah so we continue to explore our hotel room and wish that we had not because we're not princessy hotel stayers at all like we, we can make pretty much anything work but there were like Stains everywhere and hairs mm. everywhere, and the bathroom sink was propped up with a cinder block. Yeah, actual cinder block. That was lovely. It was the kind of place where, like, you leave your flip flops on all the time. Yeah, and we were like, okay, well, I don't wanna, I don't wanna lie on the bed. I don't wanna touch anything. I don't wanna touch anything. <laughs> I don't the wanna get. In you don't the even bed. wanna touch the walls. You're
1: like, no, things have happened here, and I don't want to.
0: Yep. So we ended up spreading like. A sheet from our car on top of the bed mm-hmm. and just sleeping on top of the bed <laughs> on top of our sheet, which we then, like, put in a plastic bag afterwards and, like, burned or yeah, something. Yeah, I
1: think we were convinced. We were, like, we'll have, like, bed bugs or fleas or something if we touch these sheets. Yeah. It was it was pretty bad. It was gross. <laughs>
0: um, So,
1: yeah. Anyway. Oh, and then you had to, like, run to the car. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what I forgot, but I think I forgot, like, my phone charger or something that I was, like, I'm going to need this tomorrow, so I need to charge my phone. So we were, like, getting ready for bed. I had taken my contacts out, and Katie and I are both blind as bats without contacts in. Yeah, like, actually, like, legally
0: blind. Yeah, like, we shouldn't, like,
1: drive a vehicle with our contacts out because it's that bad. Yeah, can't see, like, six inches in front of our face. Yeah, 100%. So I had taken my contacts out, and I don't think on this road trip I had brought, like, backup glasses, which I learned later to do.
0: Yeah. Um, Pro tip, bring your
1: backup glasses. Yes, bring them because you won't want to, like, go to all the effort of putting the contacts back in. So me being me, I was like, oh, I'll I'll just run out to the car blind
0: (laughs) it'll be fine so then I'm like
1: you can't run out to the car by yourself not here well and I can't see anything so like someone could have been two feet away from me trying to murder me and I would not have seen them because I'm blind yeah so So I was like oh I'll just I'll just go just I was like Katie just watch me walk to the car in
0: case and watch me walk back and then we had a very serious debate actually about like would we be safer sleeping in the car with the doors locked? Yeah, we did Than we would that. in this hotel room. And then we were like, well, that seems ridiculous. We paid for the hotel room. Well, and it probably, like, I think we were worried that it would seem sketchier, too. That we were, like, yeah. sleeping in the car when we had
1: a, quote, perfectly good hotel room.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we are And also... Somebody asked me like why didn't you just go back and ask for a different room? And I was like, I don't think it would I have made a damn bit of difference. Any, <laughs> the other ones would have been any better. That's how bad the vibe was.
1: There'll be different stains and different hairs and different cinder blocks in yeah. the
0: other problems. possibly a working lock, which I didn't really think about. We could have gotten a room with a working lock, but again, I don't know. I think anyway. we were so skeeved out by that for like front desk guy that we were like, I don't want to interact with him any more than necessary. Yeah, Pass. So we survived. We woke up the next morning and all of our things were still there. All of our things were still in the car. Thank God we didn't get, like, broken into or robbed or raped or murdered. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know,
1: A-pluses across the board for
0: survival. (laughs) It worked out fine. It was just Um, a little bit terrifying during. And then, thankfully... Bright and early, I mean, not as early as we were hoping we wanted to roll out of there at, like, you know, the second the sun came up. Um, as soon but, as like, we possibly I don't could. know, like, 8 or 9 o'clock, they called, and they were like, oh, yeah, there's a package here for you. So we like ran up to the front desk. We're like, we have a package, we have a package. And they were like, oh, God, oh, God. I should have responded, oh, good, my cocaine, <laughs> just <laughs> to be obnoxious. Um, so we got the package. And so then the skeeved-out front desk guy then got to watch us rip a pair of license plates out of this <laughs> packaging. And go and install them on my car in the middle of the parking lot. We were like, of all the things, like, this doesn't look good. Yeah,
1: this doesn't look any better than a drug deal, to be honest. Which is, like, what I said before. I was like, it probably looked like we had stolen the car and we were swapping out the plates to, like, run it from the yeah. law.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, we didn't have a screwdriver to take the screws out of the license plate. No. So we're kneeling in the parking lot using a penny to turn the screws by hand. Yeah, bring, them. bring like, a little mini toolkit. You don't need yeah. a ton, but just have, like, a couple because you never know. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what's going to come your way. <laughs> so yeah, halfway across the country, actually all the way, across all the, the way, country, yeah. We finally coast. managed to get the plates on my car mm-hmm. a month and some after I bought it. Yep. So that's the lovely, lovely conclusion to that yes. mistakes <laughs> were story. So I guess the takeaway from that is a
1: don't buy a car right before you go on a road trip, and b. Research the town where the hotel you find is in, not just the hotel itself, because they can lie with their pictures, Well, and I'm maybe pretty sure is illegal.
0: Yeah, maybe do some Google Street View action instead of the uh, yeah. stock photo action, because, yes. yeah, Google Street View can be very yes. illuminating.
1: Yeah, for sure, because you'll at least get a sense of the area and what kind of situation you're dealing with, and then you can make an informed decision.
0: Yep. So, so yeah, that, that was Bakersfield. That was our, yeah. our lovely <laughs> experience there. We won't be going back there. No. Unless you can make a very strong case for it. but (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Those are our two probably biggest mistakes were made moments. Um, Yeah. We have a couple other things we want to talk about too. Not necessarily mistakes that we've made, but mistakes that we've heard like from other people that can have a huge impact on your trip when you're traveling. Mm -hmm. I think we've already kind of touched on bring warm clothing, bring proper equipment. Like we've gone over like how we didn't have the rain gear and like warm weather gear. It gets colder at night than you think it does. So like overcompensate, I would say. But one of the other, like, big things, so we, of course, were going on this road trip and we were posting on social media because we had friends and family, like, following us and, like, checking in on us to make sure we were, you know, alive. Yeah. And so it was mentioned to us, like, hey, like, that's kind of dangerous. Like, somebody, uh, apparently a lot of criminals actually follow, like, travelers. And when they're posting online that they're at these places, they know that their home is, like, unattended,
1: unwatched. So they'll try and track down where you live and then go rob your house while you're gone. Exactly. Because then you won't know about it for potentially weeks until you get home.
0: Right. So if you're going to do that and if you're going to be traveling and away from your home for a long period of time and you're going to be posting on social media like where you are or where you were and it's very clear that you're not going to be home in the near future. Like, like make if you sure, live on the
1: East coast and you're currently in California.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just make sure like you have somebody either staying at your house or checking on your house or, you know, that somebody's like, like you have a neighbor keeping an eye on things or like, Come you know, turn some lights on, stay there for an hour, get the mail. Yeah. Just make it look like it's lived in, you know, move some stuff around outside or whatever. Yeah. Um, just so your house is less of a target. Um, we didn't really worry about that so much because at this point we were both living with roommates, and so our houses were still occupied, and like right, there were yeah. still people coming and going and turning lights on and like you know locking. Yeah, was
1: somebody's still home.
0: Um, so that wasn't something that we had to take into consideration for this particular trip, but it is important. Yes, so. we have heard that from people, so it's a, a good tip to have. Yeah. Next thing I have on here is is inform your banks. Yes.
1: Where you're going. I think our parents have had that issue on a vacation once. Yeah. Because it's that thing of like, if all of your, you know, expenses are usually in like Colorado and then suddenly you're in Florida, sometimes your bank will be like, oh, this must be a stolen credit card and we'll shut off your card. And they usually don't Without tell one. you. <laughs> yeah. They've gotten better about that in recent years, but particularly then, like when we were still, like when we were on these road trips, they would just turn it off because they'd be like, this isn't you. Yeah, And you'd have to call and say, why was my card shut off? And they'd be like, oh, because suddenly you're in the wrong state. And they would just turn it off. And then yeah. you don't have access to your money.
0: Well, and then sometimes even if they can turn it back on, sometimes it takes a while. Like it'll yeah. take 24 hours for it to reactivate or, or they have to send yeah. you a new card or a new pin or something,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which is a pain.
1: Yes. Uh, so just, just call them and tell them, hey, I'm going to be traveling. Preferably tell them which states you're going to be in.
0: Yeah. That, or that I mean, even know. I think some of my, like I have a card where... I have, like, the online portal where you can pay your bill online and stuff, and I think they actually have a section on the website where you can go in and say, these are my travel dates, these are my expected destinations, and you Mm -hmm. don't even have to get on the phone with anybody, because if you're like me, you don't like talking to people on the phone. (laughs) Um, I avoid human contact, except with, you know, a yeah. very select group of people. Um, <laughs> so you can just say, I'm traveling. Here's right. my
1: date. So if you see out-of-state charges or out-of-country charges or whatever you're don't doing. Don't cut me off.
0: Yeah, don't turn off my money, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is another re- like another good reason to have multiple forms of payment on you as well. Like bring cash, bring checks, bring, you yeah. know, a debit card and a credit card. Like make sure you have a backup and you're not relying on just one source of funding. Yeah. Uh, And then I think the only other thing that I had written down was know the traffic laws where you're going to go. Yes. I can't can't
1: count how many conversations we had about, can I turn right on red?
0: Yeah. And I still don't know. There's a lot of states where we still don't know, like, you know, where we're from turning right on red is totally fine. Yeah. But in some states it's not legal. So if you do
1: it, you could get pulled over. And so so then you sit at a red light and if someone you're like, I'm just going to wait. And if somebody beeps at me, I'll assume it's legal to turn right on red. Yeah. Otherwise I'm just kind of sitting here waiting. And sweating it out. Yeah, and you have no idea. You're like, if I turn, I might be breaking the law,
0: but if I don't turn, the people behind me are gonna get really irritated. I mean, road rage is less of a thing in other parts of the country, I feel so like, true. In, than in New England, so <laughs> we weren't really scared for our lives. But, like, don't do that in, like, say, Boston. Like, no. If you stop at a red light at Boston and you don't turn right on red, oh yeah, somebody's going to kill you. Oh, yeah. And people will just start beeping and swearing at you immediately. Because... They might actually, like, ram the back of your car and run you off the road.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or they might just
0: drive up onto the sidewalk and go around. Oh, through. yeah. I've seen that. Yep. I'm exaggerating, but only a little bit. And then we did get that ticket in Delaware yes <laughs> so yeah Delaware was because we didn't realize we were in Delaware and for starters we thought we were still in Maryland although Maryland might have the same cell phone laws to be honest so yeah that was fun and expensive
1: yes yeah yeah definitely yeah pay attention to whether cell phones are allowed whether you're allowed to have a GPS on your windshield whether you're allowed to turn oh, red, yeah, on red I forgot about that one yeah like yeah you some know. states don't allow that yeah, we, we've gotten like spoken to about it sometimes, you know, because usually cops see the out-of-state plates and they're like, oh, you
0: you know, you're not easy, from here. Easy
1: target. Here's a heads up. Yeah, but yeah. there you go. All
0: right. So then I think to wrap up this episode, we have a list of lessons learned that we wrote up at the end of our first road trip. Yes. <laughs> and it's the last page of our road trip scrapbook. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll alternate here. Um, so lessons learned number one. If you can use your ninja skills, you can camp for free. (laughs) Yes, you certainly can.
1: Rule number two. There are no grizzly bears in the continental United States. We looked. This is part of our ongoing hunt to see grizzly bears and failing miserably.
0: Yeah, we were really kind of broken up about that at the end of this trip because at that point we were like, this might be our one and only road trip and we might never see a grizzly bear. We did end up going on more road trips though, so stay tuned. (laughs) We
1: did, but at the Um, time we were like, that was our chance and we didn't see one.
0: Yep. Uh, Number three, we already went over this one, but choosing the cheapest hotel is not always a good idea. Sure
1: isn't. (laughs) Number four, pack fewer clothes and do laundry along the way, which is also really, it's helpful to do that. Because most hotels now have like a laundry room and you can just go down and like pay a few bucks and do a load of laundry. So the first road trip, I feel like we packed for every day of the trip. And we had so many clothes that we didn't need, and now when we yeah, travel... and it took up a lot
0: of space in the trunk that like yeah. we could have used for other things, like snacks. Yeah, <laughs> more <laughs> mostly things. snacks. Yeah, but yeah, like most hotels do have laundry facilities. Like you, a lot of people don't tend to know that because most people, you know, pack for a trip and they don't plan on doing. Yeah, laundry. they only stay for a couple days. But or like whatever. most of them do, it's just like usually like a coin op. Um, most of them have like oh yeah, bring little... quarters. That's a good point yeah. Too. I was gonna say quarters. Uh, sometimes the front desk sometimes will give you quarters. So if you don't have them, mm-hmm. um, but most of the laundry rooms even like dispense little like single use packets of detergent and like dryer sheets and stuff like we we had actually brought some with us mm-hmm. on the off chance that we got to do laundry so we were prepared for that but you know they do have them available if you don't that was a good if you're planning on staying at a hotel at any point during your trip it's a good option to kind of you know lessen your packing
1: yeah. so this this trip was 18 days but really we only needed to pack for like three or four days tops and then just wash them every time we stayed in a hotel and yeah. just re them it's way easier
0: yeah well, let's see next one sometimes a mcdonald's is the best thing ever <laughs> um yeah yeah the dollar menu is a beautiful thing yeah I think (laughs) when you're broke
1: yeah I think it's like it's cheap so yeah you can just go get the dollar menu whatever and it's consistent and it's hot food so like if you're like I've been eating snacks and like trail mix and bagels and like room temperature stuff for forever sometimes you're just like I just want something hot so like the like fries for a dollar off the dollar menu is like the greatest thing ever
0: sometimes that's all you need like you can eat a whole meal of like Peanut butter and jelly and whatever you brought with you, and then that one dollar is like the make it break between like, ugh, this is a road trip. And like, oh, something hot, <laughs> oh, this is nice.
1: hot food. Yeah, it totally changes your mood. Yeah. Number six, for the love of God, bring an air mattress pump. <laughs> yep, we've covered that as well. But yes, please. Cannot
0: emphasize that enough. Just yeah. do it. Yeah, you won't want to inflate them with the power of your lungs. uh Let's see. Number seven, Texas is full of scorpions and bad drivers. Yeah, sorry Texas, you guys are crazy. Um, And we're from New England, so that's saying something. Yeah.
1: We felt right at home, though. Yeah. (laughs) Number eight, if you have good books, good music, and good company, an 18-hour drive is not a big deal. True. Which, again, goes back to, like, us saying, like, pick pick your road trip buddy wisely. Somebody that you can comfortably be silent with for hours, somebody that you can chat with for hours, somebody who knows when to do which... (laughs) Or
0: if you're going to road trip in a larger group, make sure you break it up into shifts where you're not spending yes. all of your time with the same person unless you really, really love that person. Yes, exactly. So, uh, Number nine, KOAs are an amazing thing. We love KOAs. We can't say enough about
1: KOAs. Yep. Campgrounds of America, they're the best and they're all over the United States. Yep. Not sponsored by
0: them, but we wish they would sponsor us. So <laughs> KOAs, if you're listening, please hit us up. Um, yes. You made it into our top 10 lessons learned from our first road trip, so that's how much we love you. And
1: you're our favorite, and we talk about you to anyone who will listen. So, Number 10, if you are too busy and too broke to go on a road trip, go anyway. Do it. Just yes. do it. Seriously, just it's do amazing. it. It's amazing. We talked about this a lot and I've I've said this to other people because we've gotten asked, you know, like, how did you like plan this and how did you afford this and whatever? And I was like, Hey, we made it as cheap as possible, but we also knew like if we don't go now, we never will. So like you just have to bite the bullet and be like, We're going and then work work backwards from there because if yeah. you just wait until you have extra cash lying around, you'll never go anywhere.
0: Yeah, I think that that was actually key for us is we we gave ourselves I think probably six months. But we picked a date and we said, this is when we're leaving. Yes. And so we had six months to Mm -hmm. like save up for it. And we, neither one of us was making a lot of money at the time. Like I was drowning in student loans. Like we were both in like kind of entry level jobs. I was working a minimum wage job. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like we were both struggling financially to begin with. Neither one of us was like financially secure. Mm -mm. Um, But we just, you know, saved every penny that we could. We asked for gift cards from our family for like Christmas, birthdays, any kind of holiday celebrations instead of presents. We just said, give us gift cards, restaurants, gas. And we use them all the time. And we use them all the time. So that gave us a lot of wiggle room for extras. Like if we had, I think we had like almost $200 in gas cards between Mm -hmm. the two of us by the time we left. And so that's money that, like, we had extra that, like, didn't have to come out of our very limited budget. Yeah, we
1: could pay admission fees to stuff instead of, like, spending it on gas, which is, you know, it's
0: necessary, but it's not fun. Right. So that was huge. I think the gift cards were definitely key. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, if you let your family and your friends know, like, this is what I want, this is what I'm doing, like, in lieu of, like, gifts for my birthday, I had, like, gift cards. Yeah, And then also we made the trip super cheap. Like, we didn't stay in fancy hotels. We stayed in, like, really budget locations. We camped a lot of nights. We ate a lot of peanut butter and jelly. Um,
1: And Yeah, bringing your own food is a huge deal. Because like we said, every once in a while, get something hot, just, you know, whatever. But a lot of our meals are... You know, at least a meal a day. We would just eat, like, snack food or peanut butter and jelly
0: or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Something easy. A meal or two. We tended to save, like, our, our real meals for, like, the cities where we were going, where we knew, like, we had a particular restaurant we wanted to Yeah, try. where food is, like, a thing.
1: Like, Chicago, deep dish pizza. We were like, yeah. we knew we wanted to do that, so we saved that for our dinner that night. That kind of
0: thing. Well, and you also don't want to go on a trip around the country and then not try any not try any, any food. food, yeah. It's like, that's, for sure. Sure. that's just why torture yourself. Yeah. So I think our total budget for the trip for 18 days food, gas across the country, hotels, camping, equipment, everything, I think was $1,000 each. Yeah. For our first trip, like that was a much more achievable number than what I would have expected it to yeah. cost. So definitely. So yeah, those are our words of wisdom for, for this episode. Um, But hit us up if you have any other, like, questions about things we've talked about. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have mistakes that you made on your trips that you'd like to pass along and share with fellow travelers, like, please let us know. Yes. Um, You know, we're always looking for advice, and we're always looking to share other people's experiences, too. Yeah. Until next
1: time. Enjoy the ride in the getaway
0: car. Bye. Bye.